0: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego, I'm Vicki Pepper. April is Child Abuse Awareness Month, and for the past 40 years, Promises to Kids has served over 3,000 former and current foster children in San Diego County, providing the hope support and opportunities these special individuals need to change their lives for the better. On the line to tell us more is Faye Lepton, Director of PR and Marketing for Promises to Kids. Thank you for joining me.
2: Thank you so much for having us today.
0: Faye, start by telling us, what is Promises to Kids?
2: Absolutely. So Promises to Kids, we are a local nonprofit organization here in San Diego and we serve nearly 3,000 current and former foster youth every year right here in our very backyard who unfortunately have been removed from their homes due to abuse and neglect through no fault of their own. We started back in 1981, and so we have been around for just over 40 years now, and our mission is really to create a brighter future for foster children by providing them with the hope, support, and opportunities that they need to succeed. So we serve youth all the way from birth, all the way through to adulthood. For many of them, we are the only support system that they have, so we make sure that we're with them All the way, you know, past their college experience and helping them find a career, we want to make sure that we stay connected with them. We are primarily a philanthropy funded organization, so none of what we do is possible without the support of the community and partners such as you
0: promises to kids support foster youth here in San Diego County?
2: So we have um, multiple programs which I will go through. We have our first one being our Camp Connect program and that is really one that reunites brothers and sisters who unfortunately have been separated in the foster care system and don't often get to see one another. So we do sibling visits and hold monthly events and even have a summer camp that we do every August to ensure that siblings can still maintain the relationship one another and spend time together just being kids and creating memories to replace those that they would much rather forget. You know, through our summer camp, they're able to do everything from swimming to wall climbing, horseback riding, you know, they have a talent show that they do, you name it, we pretty much cover it and make sure that it's an experience that they will not forget. And then secondly, we have our Guardian Scholars Program. That one assists foster youth in reaching their educational and career goals. So through our program, we actually have an 85% success rate for those who participate, compared to only about 8% of foster youth nationally who complete their education. In addition to a financial scholarship, each youth is also matched with a mentor, whether that's a one-on-one mentor or through group mentoring. We have various groups that they can participate in, so we have a leadership network that connects them with leaders in the community and allows them to network with different folks and learn about resume building, how to interview. We have our Advocates for Change group that teaches them how to Put their skills to use when it comes to public speaking and being an advocate for not only themselves, but also for promises to kids and showing the impact of our programs. On top of that, we have a black group, Latinx, LGBTQ, parenting. So there's something really for everybody. Through the Guardian Scholars program, we do aim to, you know, give them the love, support, and guidance that a family typically provides to ensure their child's success and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, for many of them, we are their only support system, so we want to make sure that not only us as staff are building relationships with them, but we are also connecting them with those in the community as well. Through our foster funds program, we provide financial support for foster youth for things like music classes, extracurricular activities, and a lot more. Through that, we're also able to do tutoring and provide opportunities for you to go back to school shopping you know something that is usually done with parents again or being able to shop during the holidays for some of them you know growing up in the foster care system they may have never had the opportunity to open up a brand new gift or they may have never been gifts under the tree so being able to not only shop for themselves for whatever they want but also being able to you know perhaps purchase a little something for their sibling that they would like and then lastly we have our A.B. and Jesse Polinski Children's Center, which is an emergency shelter for foster children to go where they can feel safe and out of harm's way. Through that center, we make sure that everyone receives the critical services just to make sure that they are on track. So. All that and everything in between, we really want to ensure that they have the critical support that they need.
0: Now, your support of foster children doesn't end when they turn 18. Can you discuss some of the challenges that foster kids face as they transition from adolescence to adulthood?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, definitely when they're going through that transition, there's a lot of things, as I mentioned, that a peer of theirs may have a parent that is helping them with things such as job applications or just looking for jobs, doing mock interviews, so. We are really about making sure that they have the tools and the skill set to do those things, practicing with them. We make sure that they have a mentor they are connected with. Again, whether that's a one-on-one mentor or through group mentoring, that they have positive role models that they can look up to and talk to for advice, whether that be professional advice or personal advice. You know, growing up, one of the challenges, I think, not only as children, but going through to adulthood is they don't have a lot of positive role models that they can look up to so being able to connect them with people i think another huge one these days is mental health challenges so making sure that we are connecting them with the resources that they need to make sure that they are in a good mental health state also housing and financing those are always challenges not only for you know your average adolescent going into adulthood, but imagine if you are also in foster care and have that trauma that you have been through. So being able to connect them with the proper resources and helping them with things like budgeting and whatnot so that they are on track. It really is at the end of the day all about building relationships with them and being able to support them and connect them with people you know, outside of our organization that can help them, but we too, staff make sure that you know as you said it doesn't just end when you turn a certain age we want to be in their life and see through their successes and everything that they do many of the youth that we have served in the past are still in contact with us in fact there's one that sticks out to me in particular who I recently spoke with she was part of our guardian scholars program About 18 years ago, she's now 35 years old, and you know, we have been there. To support her, we still speak with her and actually she's participating in an upcoming campaign that we're doing where she's now able to, through her business, give back to help foster youth that are in the system now. So, it's really wonderful. It's a full circle.
0: I'm speaking with Faye Lepton, Director of PR and Marketing for Promises to Kids. Tell us about the significance of the month of April.
2: So, April is National Child Abuse Prevention Month where we really try to bring attention to the issue of child abuse and raise awareness. So what many people here may not know is that each week, an average of 400 investigations of alleged child abuse and neglect are assigned right here in San Diego County. And on average, five children die every single day in the United States as a result of child abuse or neglect. So we really, this month, do invite the community to join us for what's called our Pinwheels for Prevention Initiative in honor of Child Abuse Prevention Month. Promises to Kids, we're selling blue pinwheels to help bring attention to child abuse. The pinwheels will start at 25 dollars and will be planted to help create san diego's pinwheels for prevention garden on the lawn at the San Diego County Administration Center. And people can purchase a pinwheel for themselves or in honor of a loved one or in honor of one of the 400 investigations each week. Then, on April 26th at 1pm, we will have a press conference that will take place in conjunction with the County of San Diego, County Board of Supervisors, Chairwoman Nora Vargas, and Child Welfare Services Director, Kimberly Jardina to raise awareness about the need to prevent child abuse. So again, people can visit our website, which is promises the number two kidsorg to purchase a pinwheel starting at twenty five dollars or you could, purchase four pinwheels for a family as well as there is a higher level than that so that's all available on our website.
0: And how else can people show their support during this month?
2: So if you want to do something different or in addition to purchasing a blue pinwheel, you can also show your support by volunteering here at Promises to Kids. There are many volunteer opportunities throughout the year that you can get involved with, whether that's administrative or with our events or through our Camp Connect program. You can also mentor or use, again, either one-on-one mentoring or through group mentoring. You can also become a foster parent or become a respite provider. And also during the month of April, we do encourage supporters to wear the color blue. Take a picture of yourself, share it on social media, and hashtag wear blue for kids. You can also make a donation online at Promises2Kids.org and all the information for the other opportunities I mentioned can be found on our website as well.
0: Next month is a big month as well. What does promises to kids have going on during May?
2: So, May is National Foster Care Month and in honor of that, we are having our fifth annual Foodies for Foster Kids campaign where we partner with local restaurants who feature a select item from their menu throughout the entire month of May, and every time that item is purchased, a portion of sales is then donated back to Promises to Kids, and that will go towards helping foster you through our programs. Again, it's something we couldn't do without the community, so it's really easy, go out, dine out, at the same time you're supporting restaurants and you're also supporting foster youth while you're enjoying something great to eat. More information on that can be found on our website at the end of April and that will list all of our participating restaurants as well as what they're featuring. There's everything from sweet items to savory items. So there's definitely something for everyone to enjoy. I've been speaking
0: with Faye Lupton, Director of PR and Marketing for Promises to Kids. Is there anything else you want us
2: to know? Yeah, so we are on social media. Uh, People can follow us there to learn about more ways to get involved. You can follow us at Promises, the number Two kids. We are on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, or you can also again visit our website at Promises the number two kids.org. And again, we do encourage the community to come out, support in any way that you can, whether that's spreading awareness, making a donation, volunteering, every little bit does help. So feel free to check us out and reach out if you do have any questions.
0: Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And thank you for making a difference in our community.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Odyssey. And thank you to all of the supporters and everyone out there listening for making our work possible.